The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with my mom, Sarah Kozlov. And the question I had for your mom, since Marissa and I are young parents, Max and Arcadio are young parents, a lot of my friends are just having either their first kid or their second kid. And I want to know from you, what stressed you out or, or kept you up as a young parent? Well, first of all, it was just the physical the physical part of being a young parent and being exhausted by nighttime oh. and wondering what the next day was going to bring. Um, that was, especially in our case, when we had Max, we also had three dogs. And I, dad, not around a lot for his working hours. So it was just all me all the time. Um, and that's also what made me con- reconsider or think about having a second child and how was I going to do it all then. Um, but I can remember being pregnant and going to the doctor's office and asking Dr. Randall, who is our pediatrician, saying to him, how am I going to love this child like I love Max? And his comment was, you won't. You'll love, him diff- you'll love the child differently and, and in his own way and as much as. When you were born, my father was sick, and I was fortunate that at that point we had a, uh, a pair living with us and after I would see Max off at school for, for nursery school, I would take you with me um, and somebody else would drop him off after school because I would go down with you to spend the time with my parents. And, and I have to say I was fortunate that I was nursing you because otherwise you and I would not have had a lot of contact then. When you're talking about being exhausted with just having Max and, and the dogs, was Max... A good sleeper. Oh, he was great. Oh, okay. That he, helps. he was. He was, Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a twelve-hour sleeper. You were a ten-hour sleeper. No oh. matter what time he went to bed, he woke up twelve hours later. No matter what, when you went to bed, you woke up ten hours later. Um, you both were great sleepers at nighttime. You were not a great sleeper daytime, and that was because I was always schlepping you somewhere. <laughs> um, because whether it was to see to see Bub and Pop, or um, when I, I was working part time and I would meet Bub in the parking lot and hand hand off the car, switch cars because you were in the car seat and we would do it that way and then I'd pick you up and because napping just happened when and where because and you were working around Max's schedule and that you know concerned me somewhat but you. You just rolled with the punches, and I think you and your brother learned very early that some things just had to be, and we had to be flexible, and that was a very important part of having the two of you and stopping with two of you and not going with a third, because I didn't have a third hand and could not have done it, and and that was also a stress point, thinking about having more kids. And just knowing that emotionally and physically, I just could not have done that. Um, and Daddy wasn't around a lot. He um, 
he was around as much as he could and he spent his weekends with you guys, which was very important to both of us as parents. But knowing knowing your own um, extensions sure. that you can just push yourself so far and knowing when to say no, and that's what happened. That's but why I, there's just two of you. I, I don't remember I don't remember dad well of course I mean I was so little but I mean, in elementary school, I remember dad being gone usually like one or two nights a week, but I remember him being home like every night for dinner. When did, when did it, when did that start? Like when, when we were really, when we were really little, he wasn't around much at night, like didn't see us during the day or, or when he got home? Um, he used to leave when it was dark in the morning right. for work right, and he that. would come home when it was dark at night. But we always tried to have dinner together, or when he was home, he would do baths and 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 bedtime books. Yeah, you know, we shared all that. Um, and then it was finally when you guys were finally in bed, that's when um, I would go wash floors and do laundry and you know do whatever else had to be done. So literally falling into bed at night. Yeah, and then yeah. the next day would start. Yeah. You know? right. And, and I, that's that's something that, Mom, I've, I've talked to a lot of my friends about, about, like, marriage, it, you know, it really is, like, you're really, you're part of a team, but also it's trying to find that balance between, okay, are you your teammates versus romantic partners, and you're trying to remember what life was like even before kids and, and adjusting to a new life. Do you remember, like, did, did you and Dad ever have conversations about that stuff or <laughs> things just kind of, and, and I don't want to know about like, I don't, I don't want to hear about romantic conversations, <laughs> but did, did you, did you, do you remember ever having conversations about that type of thing? Uh, conversations and arguments about yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and life was different then. Um, when we first got married, it was a matter of the two of us coming together as partners, um, of philosophies. Mm -hmm. Daddy was brought up in a household that was very different than the household I was brought up with. Right. Although we had basic things in common, um, I never ever considered calling my, my father anything but daddy. Even, you know, as grown up, I would refer to him as dad or daddy or whatever. Um, when your father speaks of his father, it was always father. Um, and yet I found my in-laws to be very attentive to you guys. Um, you know, they were, when they would come into the city and stay with us, they were very attentive to, to the two of you. Um, but it, we had to come to a common um, area for the two of us to live our lives together to appreciate what we had and how we wanted to do it, what we wanted to extrapolate from each one of our relationships with our parents. Yeah, sure. And that, that makes sense. Yeah, and and then that was that was the first hurdle, as that was just as a couple, and then as parents, um, the same kind of thing. Um, I was brought up just with my mom and dad, and, and we had some cleaning help in the house, but we all pitched in and we all did everything together. Daddy had different circumstances because of other circumstances in his life growing up mm -hmm. of illnesses and whatnot. Um, so some things were just taken for granted. And so 
we came to an understanding, put it that way. We both sought help for it, too. It wasn't an easy understanding. Um, and then we've worked from there. We're, our 45th anniversary is coming up. I know. I know. Yeah. So so we've we've managed, although there were times you know, <laughs> on our honeymoon, <laughs> so many <laughs> things went wrong, and I thought we were going to come home and get divorced right, right then and can there. You, can you, because uh, all I've heard, I remember is, like, didn't Dad, you were in Europe, right? And Dad, like, wanted to see a, did he, like, want to see a golf tournament? Or he wasn't, or something about the, like, there wasn't a bathroom in, in one of the rooms or something like that? Oh, that was, that was me. No, there was, we, we went to England for right. our honeymoon, and it was two weeks. And the first thing that happened, well, the first thing that happened is that my in-laws were on the same plane as we were going what? to going to London. Yeah, but uh, Bob and Babe were on our plane. Did, wait, did and, you know that beforehand? No. Uh, no, they were going to a conference in, God, where were they going? They were going to a conference somewhere. Um, they were going to a conference after the wedding. They, they had postponed it to meet up with the, with the, it was a YPO thing and they were going there. Um, and we were on the same plane. They were going to Yugoslavia. That's where they were going. And we got on the plane and we were in our jeans and t-shirts. Oh boy. And at right. And my in-laws are in suit and tie yeah. and a dress. Right. You know, that's, that's how they were traveling. Sort of like we weren't even near each other on the plane. And then we got to our hotel and checked in and everything else. And by then it was like, with the time difference, we, we took a nap. We went to sleep and woke up. It was probably 7 o'clock at night and decided, well, should we go find a restaurant and have dinner or whatnot? So we ordered from the hotel that we're staying in room service. Um and I was in a short nightgown and a and a robe, and your father had a robe on over his underwear and socks, I guess. And they brought in the dinner, and it was lovely. But we, I said, well, we have to take this trolley out because I couldn't stand having that smell in our in our bedroom the entire night. Right. Turns yeah, turns out he couldn't do it himself because holding the door, there was a lip at the at the doorway. Uh-huh. Um, and we had to lift it and the two of us lifted it. And with that, the door closed behind us. No way. And here we are in our, right. And here we are you know, in our bathrobes and whatever. And your father's aghast about this. And I said, relax. There's usually a, a phone on the floor. We'll just call downstairs and get a key and let somebody come up. And eventually somebody came up and kind of just looked at us and they didn't have a key. Huh. So they had to go back down, down to their to the desk to get a key for us for, to get, let us in the room. Why did Why did one of At you just time, why did Dad just go downstairs, or two of you? Just because uh, are you kidding? Are you kidding? He walked down to the hotel lobby in his bathrobe oh, and okay. socks, you know, and underwear. You know, there was no way your father was going to do that. <laughs> you You know him well enough. Um, the last day of being in London, or we thought. It wasn't the last day. We thought it wasn't the last day that our reservation, they asked us as a desk if we were checking out. And we said, no, we're here till tomorrow. But turns out that we messed up, that our reservation was not through the next day. It was 
through that day. So that was another thing, and we just stayed the next day, and, and we had a rental car for the next day. We were going through the countryside, and the first rental car, I stayed at the hotel with the luggage, and Daddy went to get the rental car, and the whole, you know, driving on the left-hand side of the street, he got turned around a bit, and then the car died on him. Hey. And he had to get back to the rental place to get a new car. And here I am sitting in the lobby waiting for him. And so we finally got out of London and went to the countryside. And, yes, we had our first reservation was this lovely hotel in the country, just beautiful. Um, It was Stratford-on-Avon. And we spent the day and, and the next day. And then we didn't have any reservations for the rest of the week until the last day at the airport hotel. And yes, we went to a, um, a golf match mm-hmm. We because it was in the neighborhood and whatever. We went to this golf match and we didn't have a reservation. Go no, because of this golf match, every hotel was filled. Uh-oh. And I had very, I had long hair then yeah. and I was tired of, um, being in hotels that had two spigots and just tubs and not showers. Little did we know that you had to make a reservation. You have to make sure that, yes, they have a bath room, but that they have a shower because I couldn't wash my hair. And Daddy said, well, I'll, I'll help you wash it. You know, with, <laughs> and, you know, I need a shower. So we ended up in this, this hotel. It was above a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and the shower was in the middle of the room. And all night long, we heard pots and pans. They were, you know, cleaning up after after the whole night, and pots and pans being slung about, and all this noise. And then in the shower, you took a shower in this in this, and the whole room got flooded. Uh, no it way. was a disaster. Yeah, it was a disaster. And I thought he was going to kill me because he insisted that he would have helped me, you know, wash my hair yeah, in a tub, right. and I insisted upon a shower. Oh man. And, I yeah yeah so that that was our honeymoon. Yeah, so, thought, so so being stressed out started long before you guys had kids. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and actually, you guys were great kids. And I, I've said in the past that Max suckered us in to have a second kid, um, but you did not. It wasn't that you convinced us not to have a third. I know you were yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, you were wonderful in different ways, and and your personalities are. As I said, the innermost part of both of you is the same, but your interests and expressions are different, mm-hmm. um, which which is complementary to both of you and how well you got along and how different you two were, but how you, we all respected each other. Yeah, but I, you know, but I, but I did stress about, you know. You know, how is I going to do this? I had so much on the plate to do the next day or I'm worried about little things like being sick. I I was sick one time and daddy could not stay home. Um, I had vertigo and he moved, he moved milk down so that Max could reach it. And Max stayed home. We kept him home from school. How old was he? Um, He was probably in first grade. Okay. And you were in nursery school, and he took care of you <laughs> because I could not get out. Of, I couldn't get out of bed. Sure. So, do you remember what Max did to take care of me? 
um, well, you guys played. You yeah. watched television. He he made sure that the two of you ate. You know that there was there was fruit available and and whatever whatever was there. He took care of you for the day. You, you said earlier that you now you brought up the the forty fifth wedding anniversary. Is mm-hmm. it do do numbers matter? Like, do the round numbers mean anything more than like does forty five mean more than what forty six will be or what forty four was, or does it mean more than no. because it's just one more year? It's just it's just one more year okay. that that we're you know and and still we say to each other. Do you think we'll go another year? <laughs> <laughs> that will make it through another year, being that, you know, we're both a little bit crazy. <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, so it's just, you know, accepting each other and uh, learning how to deal with each other, which which is how life is, learning how to deal with everything that's put in front of you. So stress, yeah, so I worried about, you know, what you guys were going to inherit, inherit, inherit um, physically, psychologically, emotionally from the two of us and our families. You know, we've always talked about crazy relatives and this and that. Um, you know, it's amazing. You guys are so sane. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, just, just from, just from the two of us, you know, let alone the rest of the families. So you know, it's just it's ordinary things. Um, never stressed, you know, and, and I, I found my voice with the two of you with being able to speak up for kids, for all children. And I never fought for just you and your brother. It was always for all the kids. I'm a teacher by profession, but I never taught full time. Um, I spent, you know, I felt fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home parent. Uh And I loved being a parent after I made the decision that I wanted to be a parent. Because we we didn't have Max, we were married five years before we had Max, and that was a decision. Um, because I really didn't want to have children because of all the other things going on in the world, and thinking about bringing kids into the world was a tough decision. Yes, um, and also just of being able to feel content with myself before going on, and I also felt that. I didn't need a child to define me that I could be my own person because I'd always been, you know, Lovey's daughter. Cause if you look at me now, I look just like my mother did. Um, Saul's sister, Sonny's wife. I wanted to be Sarah Coslow. And so I was for five years. And then I became a mom. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, Right, and and then I know that it's it's difficult then to carve out then a like a new identity or hold on to your you know your previous identity where you are more than just a mom. You're still you know same person, but different priorities. Right, and to realize that being in those days, being just a mom, you know, I was caught in the transition of working women and, and stay-at-home moms and whatnot, and, and people would say, oh, you're just a mom. Oh. Well, you know, being just a mom was quite an, an achievement. Yeah, I'd say. For me. Right. And and also for all the things I did as a mom. Sure. You know, all the things I participated in, and it wasn't just for my kids. 
It's never been just for Did you ever, kids. You ever, you ever want to hit somebody and they said that to you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really have tried to keep my emotions um, physical, physical, oh, yeah. you know, no, physical. As you can tell, not just my emotions. Well, oh, and I get that. I get that. Yeah. From, I get that from you. We both we, we cry at commercials. All right. So, so you and dad have 45 more years or what? Are we going to have 45 more years? I hope so. I don't think we'll live that long. You know, for your sake, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you could put up with us for another 45, 45 years. years. Oh like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'd like to, long, uh, long, enough, long enough to see your daughter married. And she shouldn't get married young. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, she brings great joy to us as as her cousin... Gabriella. Yeah, sure. I mean, that is wonderful. Did you think that? that is did you think that being a grandparent would be like this? Yes, because I saw it in my parents. Oh, okay. Okay. I did. You know, I, I became. I used to say to say to my father, to daddy, my grand, your grandpa. I uh, used to say, "What am I, chop liver?" As soon as you guys would walk in the room, that was it. Yeah. I could I could disappear, and and I feel the same. I think. You've done especially a good job because we don't see Gabriella that often. Um, but you disappear because you let us be there. You let us, you know, enjoy her by ourselves. Right, right. It's different, it's different when you see Max because the key hasn't seen you in months. Absolutely. Also. We haven't seen, right. We haven't seen him in months yeah. either. So it's, you know, it's a treat. And that's why we look forward to the upcoming time when we're all together. Yeah, it'll be nice. Which will be wonderful. Yeah, it'll be nice. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you actually didn't. You didn't. You didn't cry as much as I thought you would, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, oh, that's I, because I, you're interviewing me. Yeah, I, I didn't think. And I don't want everyone to hear. Oh, stop it! Stop. It. Mm. I didn't think you'd make it through one sentence, but you did a great job. All right, I love you, Mom. Thank you. Love you too. Thanks. Bye. While my mom was stressed about seemingly so many of the things that stress us out, I never noticed it. Even in kindergarten and then elementary school, when I guess I'd have clearer memories of those days, I do remember a few times when she'd take a walk by herself after dinner and understanding that she just needed some alone time. The phrase, just a mom, is wildly insulting. Just a mom doesn't pack lunch, not just for me, but for friends. Just a mom doesn't have an open door policy for any of our friends at any time. Just a mom wouldn't be the only mom in our classrooms during American Education Week. I was never embarrassed to be at the mall with my mom. I wasn't embarrassed to be crying with her in the movie theater while we were watching The Lion King. I wasn't even embarrassed when she tried to have the sex talk with me. Here's how that went. After school one day in high school, I was sitting at the table having a snack and reading the paper while she was getting dinner together at the sink behind me so we weren't making eye contact and she broke silence with Noah when you have sex use a condom okay and my response uh, okay thanks mom and that was it please subscribe to the podcast rate and review it on iTunes it would make my mom really happy I'm on Twitter at Noah Kozlov C-O-S-L-O-V if you'd like to continue the conversation there not the sex conversation thanks for taking the time to join us on 
the follow-up. The follow-up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.